0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of It's Me with your host, Jasmine. I am really excited for this week's episode um, because it's been something I've wanted to talk about but haven't known the right way to go about it. So I'm hoping that within talking to you guys out into the universe, you know, essentially, because you're not here with me. <laughs> um, that we can unpack it a little bit more, you know? So we're gonna talk about the potential control issues that Jasmine may have. <laughs> Let's get into it. So as much as I think that we're going to like fully unpack this right here in this episode, I also know that it's it's probably not gonna happen. There's probably so many more probably like what therapy sessions I need and moments of clarity and Epiphanies that need to happen in order for me to like really get to the root of it but I think addressing it and Talking about it Is the first step And I always you know tell my friends i've said here on the podcast, you know As long as you're open and willing to approach certain things that you know You need to work on that's all you can ask for in the end because no one Is perfect you just shouldn't want to be perfect. There's no I feel like a real life in perfection. Do you know what I mean? You can strive for it, but like to actually achieve it, I feel like there's no that's not fun. <laughs> um because again, we all are always about growth. So, I'm going to start trying to figure out why I have maybe control issues in more areas than others, but I think to really get down to it, um, giving, like, an overview of where the, or where the control issues are or started, I don't even know where it started, but I think especially with, um, just, like, my industry as a whole, there's a lot that I can't control, like, literally nothing, um, so I think my control issue shifted and gotten more in other areas of my life, like relationships and dating and all that stuff, because that seems like something I can control while, you know, being in the entertainment industry. It is literally not up to me. And I had to force myself to realize that because, you know, if I didn't, I would be miserable. I would be frustrated. I would be angry because I'm like, well, why didn't I get this role? Why didn't I get this job? You know, why doesn't this manager want me this agent, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like, so I had to let go of that notion that I could even try to control that because it would make it miserable. I wouldn't last. It would be just a atrocious time for Jasmine. So I separated myself from that and I feel like I don't, you know, even, I mean, I guess I want control in that aspect, but I'm very aware of what I can control in my work atmosphere, and like how I go about work and all that stuff. So I think a lot of the control issues and my wanting control forced or fed itself or what is the word I'm looking for? It trickled over into my dating life. And maybe relationships, I'm like, you'd have to ask my exes, some of that. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm, I will never tell you that I was perfect, um, or, or are perfect and perfect. I'm fine, <laughs> but I definitely see it more now than before. How much I like to control certain situations. Um, a lot of my friends were always saying, "Jasmine, you just you just like walk up to people and you just you're so confident. You're this, you're that. You know, nothing seems to phase you. You you get what you want." I'm like blah blah. I'm like, hmm. I mean, to your perspective, maybe I get what I want, but I think it's more of just like my confidence factor in that moment. But what I see when I dissect it is, I prefer. To control situations, and that's why my confidence comes off the way it does to you. So my control issues come off as confidence to other people. So I have never really addressed it or like thought of ways that I need to maybe you know relinquish a little bit bit of control when it comes to dating um, and you know men. <laughs> But yeah, so getting the outside perspective, people saying, "Oh, you're so you know confident. You just point this, and that, and blah, blah blah. You just walk up to people. You don't have any qualms, like blah, blah." And I do. I'm really, I'm good at it. It's something that I'm very, very good at. Like if I want to talk to you, I'm going to talk to you. Point blank. Period. That's it. Um, I've literally like pointed at men, and just you know dragged them over with my finger. I've went up, went up to them, tapped them on the shoulders, like. Ask them. I'm like, oh, you're still gonna buy me a drink, gonna have a conversation, with this and that. No issues with that. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I'm like, am I trying to control who has access to me? And if I do that, I need to make sure I'm, I'm picking or understanding or making sure. I guess we could say <laughs> that's better making sure that the people I'm allowing access to that I want or try to go up to or approach are good for me. because I think what I'm doing right now is just going, you know, based off a feeling, based off a moment, based off what I'm, you know, my atmosphere, where I am, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't think that, you know, the people that I'm necessarily picking for myself are maybe the best for Jasmine's world in this very moment. Um, And I think that's what I need to look at because my one friend, Anna, she was like, have you ever thought about just being more receptive, like, you know, receiving energy? And I was like, ugh, that sounds horrible. And she's like, ooh, do you want to unpack that? And I'm like, no. (laughs) But I really, I think it's, I thought I needed to guard myself. And then it went into, well, I don't really want all these men approaching me. And I know that sounds very like, cocky, but I swear I'm very humble. <laughs> I promise. I humble myself all the time. But like I don't want certain men to approach me. Um and people are like, "Oh, like what short guys?" Like what? no. I have no issue with physical appearance. I think it's more of a personality and a vibe. Um which then you would say, okay, well then, Jasmine, you're probably attracting and controlling situations where you get good people. But I think I attract a, a type of man who thinks that they're giving off the right vibe, and then later to find out they are not for Jasmine. <laughs> so I think I need to find a delicate balance in between of you know opening myself up to a more receptive energy to potential suitors. Um, and also keeping a little bit of that control aspect. And I think a situation, exa- a situational example would be, you know, if someone came up to me, I'm really bad at being mean in the moment. I can be mean later. I can be petty. I can do all that stuff like an hour later. But like, oh, I should have said that. I should have said this. But in the moment, it's so hard for me to be a little you-know-what. Um, and I wish I could, (laughs) because sometimes I'm like, I just don't even want to be in this. And it's not that I have to be mean, but I think that I'm being mean. So I don't give that energy and I give more of like, oh yeah, sure. Continue talking to me, even though I'm pretty sure I'm not interested. And it's like, I don't want to give you a chance because then, you know, it goes down to the spiral of, you know, some men don't take no for an answer. They, you know, go on spirals and I'm not saying all men, it's some men and I don't want anything bad to happen to me. So then I won't go back to my control. And I'm like, okay, well, if I control the certain amount of men who approach me, all the, it's, it's fun guys. It's so much fun being in my head. (laughs) Seriously. Like, do you see how it can just like spiral? And I just try to figure out if I can allow more receptive energy but then it also comes right back down to like no I'd rather just protect myself be alone for the rest of my life if I need to be um or wait until I find a man who's comfortable with the amount of control that I assert but also has his own like control in the situation like I don't want someone who just relinquishes all of control and doesn't have anything to stand on isn't um comfortable with who he is um I need someone who can kind of fluctuate or understand or mold with the differences uh, in dynamic in a relationship. Um, because, yes, I do give a very dominating presence. I mean, I'm 5'9", black, you know, society would say that yeah, she's a scary bitch. <laughs> but I'm not, okay? Not all the time, sometimes. Um, but I do have a softer side. I do have a more approachable side. I do have a side that wants to be taken care of taken care of in some regard. Right. So there's a dichotomy that I'm, I'm tussling with, but when I go out, it's more, it's easier for me to present that front of like what society, I guess, put me in that box. Oh my gosh. See, we're unpacking it guys. Now I'm thinking, I'm like, oh my God. Um, it's easier to do that. Because it is part of me, but it's not all of me. So I just need someone to get past that first initial moment and still appreciate who I am with the control part. I feel like that doesn't make sense. But in my head, I'm looking at it like in the air (laughs) in my apartment. I'm like connecting freaking like trigonometry equations in my head. And I can see how you know, if I present myself in one way that's someone's like, okay, I like that. But then they get to another aspect of me, which I don't think is too far off. Like I'm just a little bit softer, a little bit quieter sometimes. Um, I do have needs like as any woman. Um, but I think a lot of men want more of my dominating presence and they want it all the time. And I'm like, I feel like that's so hard for a single person to be that way. And I feel like that at that point, it's like that man has to look into himself as to why he thinks he needs that and only that and can't have someone who has, you know, multiple facets to them. Because, again, I do believe that I am both all wound up together. Um, So I think what I want to start challenging myself to do um, is kind of let that guard down a little bit of who I think people want me to be still be myself, which is, you know, I I do like to go up to men. I just it's something I I'm good at. I don't care. I'm very outgoing. Um but also make sure that I'm still being receptive to potential people who might want to come up to me and not have the face of someone who's like, I will kill you if you talk to me. Even though some guys like that too. So you know what? There's no one <laughs> It's chaos. It's chaos in Jasmine's dating world. Um But yeah, I just, I think what I want to do, and I have a a singles party tomorrow. So I'm recording this Thursday. It's on Friday. Um, And my friend throws them. And I love going to them because I just, you know, I mean, one, social experiment. Stunning. Love it. I'm a very big people watcher. I love just, you know, watching everything, seeing everything go down. I also love supporting my friends. So one one of the main reasons I go to it. But also I just never know. Maybe one day someone um you know my man's gonna walk in. You're supposed to bring a guy with you. And I did try, okay, but he didn't respond to me. So that's not my fault. I was like, I'm not gonna keep trying. I'm like, if you wanna go, you can. If you don't, no big whoop. So tomorrow I'm definitely gonna go in with more of an open energy. Um, I still will approach someone if I think someone's attractive, because that's that's the name of the game at the singles event. Um But I also want to make sure that I don't have this look on my face of like disgust, which I mean, sometimes men disgust me, (laughs) but I'm going to try to be a little bit more open um, and a little bit more honest with my approach out in the wild, okay? Um, Because I do think, I have a a strong feeling that I've already met my husband. My friend Alyssa had a podcast, um, I think it was this week, where the lady you know, had met her husband like a couple of years prior and hadn't even known and then met him again. So it's like, I think that probably happened to me because I've met so many people just in life. Like, I'm again, I'm very outgoing, um, talk to everyone. So I'm hoping that if I just keep myself a little bit open, still slightly guarded, because as women, you know, just we're not off the hook yet with being able to be so carefree. Um, it's <laughs> a little bit guarded, but still a little bit more open and having conversations. And I want to see how I feel about it. And I'm definitely going to have to follow up with you guys because I'm curious if I, one, I can do it. Um, two, if I get, you know, turned off right away, like if someone just rubs me the wrong way or is a little too aggressive. I d- I'm curious. It's going to be like a social experiment for me tomorrow to kind of, you know, relinquish some of the control open up myself to possibilities, but still have some main, like maintenance. No, that's not the word. I still want (laughs) to, I still want to maintain some of my standards. You know what I mean? Some of my non-negotiables, some of my, what I'm looking for. Like I need to have, there needs to be some type of feeling, ignited, vibe, whatever in person for me to continue to talk to you. So I definitely have to remember that. And then, you know, just be the, Nicest I can. If nothing's, if it's not interesting to me, or not going the way I'd like it to go, or think it should go, or I don't want to lead someone on, I will have to try my bestest (laughs) to um, separate myself from the situation so I don't get locked into something uncomfortable, something that makes me feel like I need to say yes, give my number out, um, you know, stay talking to someone if I don't want to talk to them. Et cetera, et cetera. Because you know what? Guys do this all the time. If they don't want to talk to you anymore, they will walk away from you. And m- some girls do too. But again, in my head, in my own space, little bubble, it gets, I get scared that I'm going to be la- labeled as, you know, like the angry black woman, like this bitch, this, you know what? Um, So I try really hard to be the nicest I can be. Uh, because again, I am a nice person. I just get a little bit scared of like the repercussions. Of me being a little bit more stern in what I want and what I'm trying to say in the, right in the moment. And again, that's why my control walls are like up. And I'm like, if you look like you don't want to talk to them, they won't talk to you. That's a lie. It's most of the time. There's like 2% of men who will don't give a shit. I could look like the meanest bitch in there. The meanest, the meanest person. They'll walk their ass right up to me and I'm like, hey. And I'm like, oh you thought that, okay, that was, you thought that was an inviting stare. I love that journey. Uh, (laughs) But most of them won't come up to me. So again, I think it's finding that delicate balance and seeing if that unlocks a little bit more to the unpacking of my control issues when it comes to dating. I'd be super interested if any of you guys have you know, this same mentality or have seen it or experienced it in relationships, whatever it would be, just because I'm like, in my head, it makes so much sense. Like, why wouldn't everyone be like me? Um, But obviously, we're all individual, unique people in this world. So I don't know if anyone has similar uh, scenarios running around in their head slash, you know, have they taken it, you know, out into the real world um experience it in the real world. It's it's something that I am a little bit more aware of now because there's a little bit more peace in my work life that, you know, we've talked about on this podcast, you know, getting paid peacefully instead of stressing out and doing all this stuff. And it, it's been so nice that now I have all of this time and again now I live by myself, so now I just sit in silence and try to figure out my next thing that I need to work on because I think we all need to work on so many things. So this is the next thing that I'm working on, <laughs> my control issues because again I've I've said it you know a few times like I am ready for a relationship, like I really would love to be with someone. It's just something that I I know personally I'm ready for. Like I'm so in love with myself and the life that I've created and I want to keep creating a better and more enjoyable more, you know, exciting life, and I think I just need someone who, you know, can add to it, you know what I mean, add a little spice, (laughs) God, Jasmine, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I just, I, I'm really excited every time, every episode, I feel like I keep, you know, getting more and more clearer on, you know, who the person I want to be is, who I am right now, and, you know, what I have to work on. And, yeah, I just, I, I, this is why I truly came back this season. Because I I knew there was more. I mean, we always knew there was more growth for Jasmine to have. But I knew there was more I wanted to talk about. More to get out, especially during this time frame. It's such a, you know, pivotal moment in my life. Moving into by myself and, you know, wanting more for myself out of, you know, like relationships and work and all that stuff. So it's really exciting to come back each week and, you know, find something new that I want to talk about with you guys. And hopefully it resonates a little bit with you guys. And if you have any tips (laughs) for helping me continue to unpack my control issues or, you know, any stories that like would relate, I would love to hear them. You know where to find me. Uh, It's at It's Me, the podcast on Twitter and Instagram. So you can find me there and I just, I'll always appreciate you guys. You give me um, a space. I know there's only a few of you who really listen, but you give me a space to to talk, to feel heard a little bit more than just talking in my apartment. So I appreciate you for that. (laughs) And as always, I hope you guys are having a beautiful day, morning, night, whatever time it is, wherever you are. Till next time.